0: I'm pulling on my driveway. We all know what that means. It's time for the drive to work. Okay, so today I'm going to talk all about the pre-pre-release for Unstable. So um, basically uh, there's a group called Loading Ready Run. Uh, they are a comedy group out of um, uh, Victoria and um, in, up in Canada and uh they do a lot of comedy things and they do a lot of game streaming and things uh in any anyway, we uh have a good relationship with them they love magic and so they occasionally make videos for us um and then one of the things they do is they put on an event called a pre-pre-release so what a pre-pre-release is is before the pre-release of an event they have usually what they'll do is they'll bring in four guests um, one of the guests is usually a Wizards employee, and the other three are other related people—people people that do magic-type things. Um, and then the, the four of the Loading, Ready, Run people play. And then there's a, a tournament. And traditionally, in a pre-pre release, they act, they use the actual pre-release kits. They use the actual things you would play at the pre-releases. And what they're doing is they're playing with the pre-release cards before the pre-release. Um, it's after the cards are all known, so there's no secrets there um but anyway so they decided that they wanted to run a pre-pre-release for unstable um now i've never done a pre-pre-release but if ever i was going to do one it was going to be for unstable so i said i would do unstable um now the pre-pre-release for unstable was neither pre nor pre-release uh it happened the day the set came out so it wasn't before and there's no pre-release for um supplemental products so unstable didn't have a pre-release it had a release event but not a pre-release so um, we kind of were, like I said, neither pre nor pre-release. But we called it the pre-pre-release because Unstable is the kind of set that just does weird and wacky things like that. So the idea was they invited it up. So uh, the four guests were me, um, Wedge from the Mana Source, and um, Maria and Megan from Magic the Amaturing. Um, and then the, there were four Loading room Run people. It was Graham and Kathleen and Cam and Adam. Um, so anyway, uh, I was invited up. Uh, it's the first time I, I'd ever—I I don't travel as much, so it, I, it's not something I'd done before. But I'd say, okay, for Unstable, I was going to do a little extra traveling. So I went down to Los Angeles and shot the Game Nights episode with Josh and Jimmy, and I went up to Victoria. So what happened was, on a Thursday morning, uh, both Trick, uh, Trick Jarrett and I—Trick's the community manager—we both uh, caught a plane for Victoria, Canada— I went through customs and everything because uh, went to another country, to Canada. Um, and so we were met by James. James is uh, the producer that the runs, that, that sort of organizes the, uh, the pre-release. pre And um, we got brought to their, I think they call it the Moonbase, which is their studio where they shoot everything. Um, basically, they do a whole bunch of different podcasts and videos, and they do a lot of game streaming, and there's, there's multiple settings set up so they can do that. Um uh and there was one big studio where we shot the games, where we actually shot the, the the tournament itself. Um so here's how it worked is we showed up on Thursday and then right away, once we got to, I think Trick and I were the last ones to show up, we did a draft. Um we started with me walking everybody through, so I, I gave a little tips to everybody about how the draft worked and just some basic ideas about the strategies and walked through the mechanics and made sure that everybody understood. Now there were two judges there. Um Sergei and I'm blanking on the person's name. I apologize. Um, there were two people that were there judging. Now, obviously, I consulted as the uh, unrules manager. Uh, when things came up that they weren't quite sure about, I, w- I would... Or if they ruled something that was slightly off, I would jump in uh, and say something. Um, although they did an excellent job. They did a really good job. Um, okay, so what happens is we get there Thursday. The first thing we do is we do a draft. Uh, and then what we did is we filmed the draft. They, with a couple cameras, they filmed the draft. So that uh, Graham, late into the night, w- was editing so that before we started the pre pre release, we could show the draft. Now, this is the first time we had done a draft, or they had done a draft for the pre pre release. Normally it's a sealed because they're doing a pre release. Um, but um, when we designed uh, Unstable, we had a choice sort of to make it optimized for a sealed play or optimized for draft. And what we realized was there was no pre pre release not a lot of sealed play was going to happen. A lot of draft was going to happen. So we chose to optimize it for draft rather than optimize it for sealed. So we had recommended to them that it would be better if we did a draft. So they, for the very first time ever, they did a draft. Uh, and what happened was they shot the draft happening and then they talked to everybody and then they edited together a little bit sort of explaining the draft. Um, the, the, the big sort of story of the draft was um, the opening of an Earl of Squirrel. So I had gone black-green Um, with the intent of trying to draft a Squirrel deck, black and green out of the Squirrel colors. Um, It's kind of hard to draft a Squirrel deck just because the ass fan of Squirrel stuff isn't quite high enough. It's more a strategy that if you open up something, you're supposed to go into. But I was just being adventurous to see if I could get there. And an Earl of Squirrels opened up uh, three to my right. Kathleen opened up an Earl of Squirrel, passed it to Wedge, who passed it to Maria, who passed it to Adam. And then Adam took it, so I didn't get it. Uh, I ended up getting a Sling Mantis, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, okay, so the way it worked was we did a draft. Uh, I ended up with a black green deck. I, ironically, I took out the squirrel part of it because I couldn't. I didn't get enough for the squirrel part. So instead of having a really thematic goofy deck, I had like a, a good solid, full of you know strong cards deck, which was not what I necessarily had set out to do. I set out to be more more thematic, but my theme didn't didn't quite pay off. Um, and I ended up didn't having a good deck. So what happened was. Uh, there are eight of us, and so during the day there were eight. There are eight matches. The idea is the first, uh, the first four matches are the guests playing against each other. So I played against Maria, uh, and Wedge played against Megan, and then uh, L- uh, Loading Ready Run plays against themselves. So Adam played against Graham, and Kathleen played against Cam, um, and then in the next two we mix it up. Um, Then each one of us played against one of them. So can I remember this correctly? um, Maria played against Adam. I played against Graham. Megan played against Kathleen. And then Wedge Wedge played against Cam. That's right. Okay. So I'm going to walk through all the games as far as I know them. Uh, Well, I'll, I'll do the overview of each of the matches. Okay. So, oh, real quickly, by the way. So the way it worked is there's a studio, the Moon Bay Studio. Um... We, there, there was a one big um, there was one big studio where we shot everything and one of the cool things they had done is there's a play mat and um, you play on and then if you put the cards in the center, there's a certain space to put them, there's a card reader that will read the card and then put it up on the screen. So the idea was when you're playing, you, when you played a card, you would put it into the card reader, have it read, and then you can play. And they came up with the cool thing, where if you put a host and then put an augment, it would show the graphic of the host on the augment, which is really cool. Um, so the first, the first matchup was Graham versus Adam. So Graham started and ended the day. So um, his, his, his match was the very first match and the very last match. Um, oh, but wait, wait, before we get. Missing good stuff. Before we get to that, um, one of the things we did is first we did an introduction. So to understand the introduction, let me first walk back a little bit. So when I, for those that know the story, when I ran, there was a pre, we we did a pre-release for Unglued at Gen Con, uh, and I had judged it dressed as a chicken. Um, And then we did a pre-release for uh, Unhinged at uh, SoCal Gen Con doesn't exist anymore, but for a while, Gen Con had a Southern California version, a West Coast version, and I judged that dressed as a donkey because it was a donkey theme. So when there was no pre-release for, for this, so though obviously there was a pre-pre-release, um, they wrote to me and said that they wanted that if I was willing to wear a squirrel costume, they would purchase a squirrel costume. So I said, of course I'd be willing to wear a squirrel costume. I said I, I didn't want to wear it all day long because I had some different things I wanted to wear. But for the opening, the opening, uh, Graham and I were doing the opening, uh, and I dressed as a squirrel for the opening. And we had a lot of talks about how exactly best to do it, is there some joke there, and we decided in the end it was funnier not to make reference to it, just do the opening as if we were just doing it, but I was dressed as a squirrel. Um, and so, and, and the squirrel costume, by the way, I don't know if you could appreciate it, um, the tail wasn't, yet we, we had to inflate this balloon, and then the tail stuck up. And then they, they, I had two acorns. Uh, it was, it was a cute, actually a cute costume. Um, so anyway, we did the opening. Uh, Graham and I said hello, uh, and then we there was a little tape from the rule from the um, the judges, sort of walking through the mechanics, so the audience could understand the mechanics. Um, and then and then we got into the first round. So there were eight rounds during the day. Um, the plan was to try to finish. I think we had reservations for dinner at eight o'clock, which we would not make. Um, uh, the, the matches ran a little long. But there, there were a lot of fun matches. So first it was Graham versus Adam. Graham was playing I'm trying to remember what was playing. Graham was playing a red deck. Was it red and black? I think Graham was red and black. Oh no, he was red and white. Graham was red and white. And Adam What was Adam playing? I'm not going to remember all these decks. Adam was playing white and green. Adam was playing white and green. Um, that's right, because he took my Earl Squirrel. Uh, and so, anyway, it was white green versus red black. Um, probably the most uh, most interesting thing in that game is there's a card called the countdown is at one, which makes you play a sub game at one life. And I believe they, they, there's a, a number of sub games played between Adam and Graham. I think Graham won most of the sub games if I remember correctly. Um, and I think I think I think Graham beat Adam. I apologize if I get that wrong. I think Graham beat Adam. Um, So next up... Oh, by the way, the way it works is you have two people playing each other. So everybody plays twice. And then one round, you are... uh, I'm not sure what the term was, but there's somebody at the table who's sort of just talking and making sure people put their cards in the center and just sort of being, um, I don't know, a facilitator. I'm not sure what the word is. Maybe I'll call it facilitator. Um, So each... You were a facilitator for... There's eight people. So each round... You played in two rounds, and you were a facilitator for one round. Um, so I don't remember for each round who the facilitator was. Uh, I'll, I'll, when I was, I'll let you know. Um, so round two was me versus Maria. So Maria had a red-blue deck, uh, a contra- very contraption deck. Um, and I was playing black-green, my, my squirrel black-green deck. And I just kind of had a good-stuff black-green deck. Um and I, I but my name of my deck, I called it... What was my name of my deck? It was called um, uh, Ninja... Ninja Mantis Monstrosity. Because my three really good cards were... Um, Masterful Ninja, which is what I opened. Um, so Masterful Ninja is a card that you can reveal from your hand. It's a 1-1 one, one haste creature, a ninja. Uh, and if you reveal it from your hand, it's both in play and on the battlefield until end of turn. Um, and then there was... Um, Slaying Mantis, which is a 6-6 creature for uh, four green-green. of Ninja, I think, costs 2 and a black, but you never cast it, so its cost is kind of irrelevant. Um, uh, Slaying Mantis costs 6 mana, 4 green-green. It's a 6-6. When you uh, play it, you toss it from a distance of 3 feet, and then any creatures it lands on that are controlled by another player, it fights. Um, So if you guys remember, when I went down to game nights... Uh, Josh had a uh, Masterful Ninja Slaying Mantis in his deck, and there was a big dramatic moment where he, you know, I was ahead, and it's like, oh, can he come back? And he flicked it, and we, we took like minutes setting it up, and he missed the table. So my goal with Masterful Ninja, by the way, was to hit the table. So I actually would practice with it. I practiced with it tossing it, uh, as we will see. My, 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 my practice paid off some, um, and then. Um, uh, the, oh, Monstrosity is Modular Monstrosity, which is uh, seven mana. How big is it? It's a, a four-four-five-five, five. maybe it's a five-five. Anyway, it's a it's a four-four. Maybe it's a four-four. Um, it is a creature that whenever your opponent casts a spell, you have five seconds to name a, a creature keyword, a keyword that's shown up on a creature that hasn't been named yet that day by you, um, and then it, it gets that ability. Interestingly, I never actually the entire day got the Modular Monstrosity out. Um, So three times now, of the five drafts on Unstable I've done, I've gotten Modular Monstrosity in three of my drafts, and I've yet to get—I got it out. I just did a draft. uh, Maybe maybe at some point I'll do a podcast. I did a trip to a local game store um, for Unstable. Um, And I did get Modular Monstrosity. I never got it out. I'm sorry. I got it out once, but they never cast a spell. I won before I even got to name anything for it. Uh, It did get stolen from me once. So, the one time it got uh, something on it is when it got stolen from me, from my graveyard. Okay. Um, Sorry. Back to Victoria and Loading Ray Run. Um, So, it was me versus Maria. Um, So, there was some fun stuff going on. Uh, She had a blurry beeble, which is something that if you cast, if your opponent is not wearing glasses, uh, it has unblockability. And I... I had secretly bought my glasses and pretended like I had forgotten my glasses, so I was able to surprise her. Um, so we had a fun we had a fun matchup. I, I, I believe I won. Well, I know I won. I beat her two one. I think I won the first game. She won the second game, and I won the third game. I did get sling mantis out, although uh, I hit the table, but I didn't hit anything. Um, and we had a fun game. Maria had a very good deck. She had a lot of contraptions, and it was a fun it was a fun matchup. We had a, we had a real good time. Um so the next matchup was what was the next matchup? Was it Kathleen versus Cam? I think it might have been Kathleen versus Cam. Um, and I know Kathleen won that. I don't know a lot. Uh, Kathleen was playing black red, and Cam was playing blue, I think mono blue, or blue Splash something. He loves playing blue. Um, and I know they had a fun game. I ah. My memory of some of these... The ones that I was involved in, I I have better memories than the ones that I just watched. Um, But anyway, they had a fun game, and Kathleen won. Uh, Then the fourth matchup was Wedge versus Megan. Um, Megan... Oh, so both Maria and Megan dressed up as squirrels. Megan specifically dressed up as the squirrel dealer. She ended up drafting four squirrels. Um, And um, I know... oh, Oh, Wedge was playing... He was playing... What was he playing? White-green or white-blue? He was playing a deck that he splashed Spike in. So he had no black. So, like, every time he got Spike, you know, you can... You, um, there's Phyrexian mana in Spike, so you don't have to have black to play Spike. It just costs a lot of life. Um, and I know against Megan, he went and got a um, uh, Jitte, I think. Umazawa's was Umazawa's Jitte. Uh, but she actually beat him. She actually managed to, to win with the, the Jitte out, which is a, a tough task, but she did it. Um, and he had spent so much life to get this fight and get the Jitte. Um, anyway, um, so they had a fun match, and Megan beat Wedge. Then the fifth matchup... The fifth matchup was... I think Adam versus Maria, and I was the, the facilitator. Um... Like I said, Adam's white-green, Maria's red-blue. Um, Maria ended up winning that. Um, but once again, I think it went to three games. I think it, it, it was uh, a full match. But that was... Uh so you'll notice, by the way, um, so the first... Uh, the, 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 the guests, we faced off against each other, so we had to go one-on-one by definition of facing off against each other. Um, but as we get into the guests versus loading-ready run, well, this is the first... Uh, and we won! Maria won! Then the sixth one, I think, was Wedge versus Cam, and this had probably uh, the game of, of the whole tournament. So, once again, Wedge is playing Spike, and uh, it turns out that somebody had—so uh, Spike, for those that don't know, is a, is a cre- legendary creature card that lets you go get cards that have been banned or restricted in any constructed format. Um, or any f- official constructed format. Um, that, uh, and somebody had sent Loading Ready Run at some point a Shaherazad just to, they have a set that they put things on and they had set the one. And so on their set was just a Shaherazad. So once Wedge knew this, he um, used Spike to get the Shaherazad. Then he uh, played a card called um, Better Than One which is the two-headed giant card where you bring somebody in and make somebody... You give them some of your permanents and some of your library and some of the cards in your hand, and then they become your two-headed giant. So you're not playing a two-headed giant game. So had asked me if I would be his two-headed giant. I said, of course I would. So I came and joined him. And then he cast Shihara Zod. But since we were there in the main game, he and I together as a two-headed giant went into the sub-game. So I believe for the first time ever we played a half-two-headed giant sub-game. Um and that is pretty good because you get to draw 14 cards because each one you get to start with your hand we both had small libraries so we we didn't have tons of time to win and i believe the way it works is if you lose your hair you lose half your life and since there were two of us we would have each lost half which meant losing the sub game meant we would have lost the whole thing the main game but but um we did get to draw 14 cards and we The real restriction was not couldn't we win, was could we win in the allotted time of the decks because our decks were small because we were playing with the decks that weren't in the main game. So we had something like 10 turns to beat him. Luckily, we got really good cards, played things out, managed to win, and we we won. Um, All this, by the way, all the the games I'm talking about are viewable. Loading, Ready, and Run has a thing on YouTube you can watch. I think we put one of the games up on our website, uh, the the Wedge vs. Cam game. Um... So the next game was... The next match was Megan versus Kathleen. Um, The highlight of that match was Kathleen... I'm sorry, Megan has squirrel dealers, four squirrel dealers. And the way squirrel squirrel dealers work is you have to ask somebody, do you like squirrels? And if they say yes, you get a squirrel token in addition to your squirrel dealer. Um, And so I had told... um, I told Megan early on that I am, I as a champion of squirrels, if someone asked me if I like squirrels, I would always say that I like squirrels. Um, but she's playing Kathleen, and Kathleen says something like, hey, uh, well, I forgot his name, but there's somebody who won the Letterman running people that wasn't playing that day. Ben, I think was the name. He goes, oh, you know, Ben hasn't been on camera yet. Why don't we ask Ben? And uh, Megan's like, okay, sure, let's go get Ben. Hey, Ben, do you like squirrels? He goes, no, in fact, I hate squirrels. Kathleen had knew, known that Ben did like squirrels. So she had tricked uh, Megan into calling Ben to ask. And so she didn't get squirrels. So next time in the game when she needed a squirrels, she called me. And I, I didn't dress up in the full costume because I didn't have time. But I put on, um, I put on the, uh, the hat and the gloves and t- brought the acorn. So she asked me. I said I did, in fact, like squirrels. I said I loved squirrels, which is like plus, plus, plus. Uh, and so she got a squirrel. Um, and then Megan went on to win. So Wedge beat Cam. Megan beat Kathleen. You'll see a trend here of the guests beating the L Five R people. So the final um, matchup was between me and Graham. So once again, Graham was playing red white. I was playing black green. Um, probably the, a couple of interesting things happened. One is I got to throw my scry- uh, sling matches three times. Um, first time I got it on the table, but not a particularly good throw second time, I got on the table and I missed his, I like, by inches. I, not, not even inches. Millimeters. I almost, almost hit his creatures. And then what happened was he, he sent it to jail. Because it is a 6-6 six, six creature. And then on the next turn I rolled double, like, ones or something. I got it out. I tossed it again and then I hit two of his three creatures. So my Slaying Mantis was effective. Um, the other thing that was, was great is we played a bunch of sub-games. Um, I think what happened is I managed to win the f- first game, even though I lost the sub game in the first game, but I managed to win anyway. The second game, I think I won the sub game. Oh, right. The, or was that the third game? The second one, I, mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe we didn't have a sub game in the second one. The second one, uh, I managed to get a lot of things out, but he was just was enough ahead that I, even though I, I made a valiant effort, I was not able to win the second game. Um, and then the third game, I think this is where this happened. Maybe this is the second game. We had a sub game where, once again, you draw your hand um, and then you're, you're playing at one. And so I opened up my hand and I had Masterful Ninja, which is a 1-1 haste creature. Um, and so on my, on my turn, uh, Graham went first because it's, it's his card, he goes first. Then I just had to reveal it from my hand, attack with it, and I, w- I win the sub game. Um, maybe I won the second sub game. Maybe I won the second sub game, but I didn't... I didn't win the overall... I won the sub game, but I didn't win the overall game. So it came down to the third game. That's the game that I had the slang Mantis that I managed to, to beat him with. Um, I think that's the second game. Anyway, I... I in the end, I managed, I managed to beat him. Um, I got a lot of cards out, and I was triumphant in my third game. So I was triumphant. Um, so if you look over the record of the day... Um, uh, Megan and I had the, 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 the perfect records of two and zero. Although I, I joked with Megan that I went two and a half and zero since I was in a, the game with Wedge. Um, Maria and Wedge went one and one, losing to Me- Megan and I. Uh, uh, and then I guess Kathleen had won a game, and Graham had won a game, and then I think Cam and Adam had gone zero and two. Um, so anyway, uh oh so what I didn't mention, so the night before on Thursday, what had happened was um we had filmed the draft and then we went out to eat at this pierogi place that was really good. I like pierogies. They're um kind of a Polish uh it, it's it's uh like dough with stuff inside. The, the main pierogies are um potato and cheese, but you can get meat and other things in them. I I I had meat I I had the potato ones which were really good. Yummy yum. Um Anyway, um, so we had the pierogies, and then um, uh, afterwards we drafted Thursday night before before Friday was the show. And so we drafted Thursday night, and I drafted a white-blue deck. I had four squids. I was trying to mill people out, but Maria, who was to my right, kept taking all the um, augment cards, so I wasn't able to... To quite do my thing. I did also get a handy dandy clone machine, and I managed in one game to have both Wedge and Maria as well as myself be all my tokens. Um, but I lost to Megan and I lost to Maria, so I was not not at all victorious that night. Um, but anyway, we had fun doing a draft the night before. Friday, so we did the whole show all day Friday. Oh, the last thing we did is we said goodbye, and then there's this thing where they read off people get to um, up subscriptions and stuff during it. And we read off all the people that did subscriptions and a whole bunch of people did. So we were sitting around for like half an hour. Uh, but The way it works is we rotate around congratulating people. And then if they, people can write a little sentence and we read it off. Um, and somebody really wanted me to say the word butts on, on the Internet. So I did. Um, and uh, anyway, after that, we went out to dinner. Um, it was uh, a burger place. It was very good. Although we, we got to dinner late. We had reservations for 8 and ended up probably getting there like 9.30. That, that it was definitely a long show day, although a good show day. It was a lot of fun. Um, and then um, on Saturday, I had a flight like at 1, but I did three podcasts before that. So first I did, I, I joined Megan and Maria on Magic the Amaturing, where we talked all about Unstable, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, if you haven't seen it, there's both a uh, podcast version and a video version of it. There's it's an audio version and a video version. Um, we had a great time. It was a lot of fun. We spoiled some movies. Um, it, anyway, it was, it, was, it was a blast. M- Maria and Megan are a lot of fun. I, I had a great time doing the podcast with them. Um, we did... Um, we played some... some uh, uh, what, what do they call it? They have a name for it. Uh, Text Theater or something. Uh, we did some Mad Libs. We pitched some movies. Uh, I talked all about strategy of Unstable. Um, so anyway, it was a lot of fun. Then the second thing I did was I did an interview with Graham um, where it was just a sit-down interview, about 45 minutes maybe, where we just he asked me questions and I talked all about Unstable and the design of Unstable. And it's actually one of the more um, in-depth interviews I've done about Unstable. And he asked a lot of interesting questions. I talked a lot about you know, some of the business side of things and how we did things and why we designed things. And I answered some questions that I really haven't answered anywhere else. So once again, all the stuff I'm talking about is online. Uh, the mag- you can go see the Magic Amateuring that's online. It's on uh, YouTube, I believe. Same with the interview I did with Graham. And then the final thing I did with Graham is he does a podcast called Tap, Tap, Concede, where I think they open up booster packs and talk about the cards. So we opened up an unhinged pack, an uh, unglued pack, and then an unhinged pack, and then an unstable pack. Um, the problem was I literally had to go to the airport, so I think the whole podcast was only half an hour. <gasps> I talked fast, though, as I always do. Um, so what we did is we opened up the unglued pack, which has 10 cards. I talked about every card in the unglued pack. We opened up an unhinged pack, which is 15 cards. I talked about every card in the unhinged pack, and then we opened up the un- unstable pack, and I picked one card and talked about that card. So it's just a lot of me telling stories about unglued, unhinged, and unstable um, so, if you like me telling unstories, stories um, you might want to listen to The Tap, Tap, Concede, uh, which had um, Graham and Kathleen were on it. Um, so, anyway, I did my three podcast—or I did two podcasts and an interview. I guess the interview wasn't technically a podcast. Um, and then I had to get off to the airport. So, um, Trick and I had to get a ride home. Turns out, by the way, when we got to the airport—but we didn't know this until we got to the airport— our flight got delayed, so I could have done a longer—had I realized— But we, I don't know when they delayed it. They might not have delayed it after we left anyway, but anyway— um and that my friends was my trip. So I'm trying to think of any things to sum up. I'm almost at work. We're we doing our time. Um oh yeah, it's almost three minutes. Um so we it was a really fun time. Um I wanna thank everybody involved. Um I'd met Megan and Maria before um at PAX. Um I met Wedge briefly at um he had come to Hascon. And then i met um Graham and Kathleen. Um they had done some writing on um the packs one of the pack shows we did. Uh the one for Rise of the Eldrazi. Um not Rise of the Eldrazi, sorry, uh um, uh Battle for Zendikar. Uh, also I, I i i interacted with Graham a couple times before. Um but anyway, so it was fun. Uh I think I'd not met Cameron Adam before I don't believe or if I met them it'd been really briefly um, and James also the, the who was producing the whole thing uh, the whole uh, L, uh, uh, LLR crew was awesome uh, the setup was awesome the facilities were awesome the the restaurants they took us out to were awesome we also um, Friday morning before we began the way it works is we have a really long day so what they do is they took us out to breakfast at a nearby place that is has really good breakfast and then afterward they take us out to dinner um I think during the day, we, they, they brought some pizza in, so we had a little bit to eat, although I didn't eat, didn't eat too much of the pizza just because I was about to go on. Um, but anyway, uh, I had an awesome time. It was a lot of fun. Um, I don't travel all that much, but I, I said to them maybe I would try to, again, at some point, make, make my way up to Victoria. Um, but anyway, if you have not seen the show, uh, all the, all, everything I'm talking about is there. You can watch me play Maria or me play Graham or me and Wedge play Cam, uh, or any of the matches I talked about, all, they're all there. You can see the interviews, you can see all the podcasts I did. Everything I'm talking about is all online. Um, so it was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed uh, They were awesome hosts. I, I've never been in Victoria before. That was cool. So anyway, it was a great grand time. Uh, and uh, a little follow-up for those, since uh, I talk a lot about Unstable. Uh, Unstable has been a big hit. Um, one of the things I said going into... This was, I really begged people. I said, please, 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 if you care about Unstable, it's important that you actually purchase Unstable. Um, not, not that I recommend you stop, by the way. Um, the better Unstable does, just the more resources I get. Um, I, I am confident. I'm not, I mean, that hasn't been greenlit or anything, but I, I now believe that uh, Unstable has done well enough that I, there's a good chance that a fourth one will exist. So you guys have done awesome. Uh, keep buying Unstable though, because the better Unstable does. Uh, it just, the more resources I will get next time I do one. And so I'm hoping that, uh, if people see it as just being a gangbuster thing, that maybe next time I can, I can ask for one or two more things than I did this time. So. But anyway, thanks for everybody for playing and for all the positivity around it. Um, the, the pre-pre-release was a load of fun and I, I had a great time. So thanks to everybody. Um, thank you to uh, Marie and Megan and to Wedge and to, um, to uh, Graham and Kathleen and Cam and Adam and James and to everybody uh, up, in, up in Victoria. It was an awesome time. Um, so thank you, everybody. But I'm now at work. So we all know what that means. It means it's the end of my drive to work. So instead of talking magic, it's time for me to be making magic. I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.